What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in today's video, I'm going to continue updating my 2023 redraft rankings. So I've already gone through my top 30 running backs and my top 30 wide receivers. Today, we're going to be going through my top 18 quarterbacks, and then I'll have the uh, top 18 tight ends available for you guys tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be splitting these players up into different tiers, not going crazy in depth on each guy, but you know, a brief description for each player, why I have them in the tier I have them in. Um, and then as always, I want to know your guys' thoughts. Let me know if you think someone's too high or too low. There have been a few shifts um, since the last that I did. So let me know how you guys are feeling about these. But let's jump right into it. Starting off with my tier one quarterbacks. I'm going to have four tier one quarterbacks. I know a lot of people just go with the typical Allen Mahomes Hurts. I'm going to go with Josh Allen, then Patrick Mahomes, then Jalen Hurts. And then I also have Lamar Jackson in this tier. Actually, a few days ago, I did a uh, player versus player versus player breakdown with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts. So I went uh, in depth, uh, talked about which player I'd prefer in four point per passing touchdown, and then six point per passing touchdown. I gave Josh Allen the edge in four point, um, and then I prefer Mahomes in six point per passing touchdown. For this specific video, we're going to be looking at uh, four point, just because I think that's like the most common format that people are uh, playing in. But I really do think you could kind of order those three players pretty much any way you want, especially in four point per passing touchdown. I don't really think you can go wrong picking Allen Mahomes or Jalen Hurts. And then I also just believe that Lamar Jackson belongs in this tier. He hasn't had like a crazy high ceiling season as recently as these other three guys, right? Like all three of these dudes did it last year. Mahomes has done it, I think, twice within the last three years. Allen, the last three years, Hertz did it in 2022. But Lamar Jackson also owns the record for most points per game in a season by a quarterback at 28.2. This is also going to be the first time in his entire career that he like has a legit above average group of weapons. You've got Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, OBJ. We've seen a lot of reports that suggest the Ravens are going to really unleash Lamar as a passer this season. And obviously he's still going to be a great runner. That's, you know, where he really gives you kind of like that upside at the uh, fantasy quarterback position. But now I think he also has the opportunity to see an uptick in his passing volume. And it's not like he's not capable as a passer. His MVP season, I'm pretty sure he threw like 36 touchdowns. Um, I think that was uh, leading the NFL that season. So I do think Lamar is going to have a big bounce back this year. And I do think he's someone who belongs in this tier. Now, moving over to tier two, it's going to be three guys in this tier. We've got Justin Fields, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. So last year, we saw Fields average 24.9 points per game over the last 10 games of the season. So he started off kind of slow. I think it was like once they played either the Commanders or the Patriots, it was a primetime game, and he kind of you know balled out in that one, and then he really never looked back, and he was able to deliver that type of high-end QB1 production without having really any passing success, right? Like his numbers were not great as a passer. There's no denying that. His weapons were absolutely miserable. Now he actually has a decent group of weapons with DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, you're hoping on some sort of, you know, comeback from Chase Claypool. And then you've got like Cole Komet, Bobby Tunyon at a tight end. So it's not going to be like some top tier group of weapons, but, you know, totally competent, probably around league average enough where I do think Fields can take a jump as a passer. And I actually do think there's an argument for Fields to be up in tier one, especially when you just look at the way he finished the season last year, you know, but we'll see what he's able to do over a full season. It's very possible he's in that tier one group heading into 2024. 
And then we've got Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. I actually think both of these guys are very similar. Both have been very impressive in their young careers. Both have a strong kind of group of weapons around them. I really just feel like the main difference, and this is kind of what we saw last year, was that Burrow was able to stay healthy, and for the most part, his uh, weapons also stayed healthy compared to Joe Burrow, who had banged up ribs, or sorry, compared to Justin Herbert, who had banged up ribs, you know, was obviously limited throughout the season, but didn't miss any time. And then you had Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, who were just missing like significant chunks of the season. And then when they weren't missing games, they were, you know, leaving early with different injury tweaks. So overall, I just think it was a pretty unlucky season out of Justin Herbert. I have seen though that like Joe Burrow goes significantly earlier than Justin Herbert. Like you'll see a round plus of difference in their ADP. I just don't think that makes a ton of sense because when we're actually looking back at Justin Herbert's rookie and sophomore season, and we're just taking all the seasons these quarterbacks have had together, Justin Herbert actually has the two highest point per game seasons at 23.3 and 22.9 points per game. So I'm not really ready to like tank Justin Herbert off an unlucky season last year. I think him and Joe Burrow are right in the same area, and I believe I'm actually going to have them uh, back-to-back when I go through my overall player rankings. So just something to think about there. And then moving over to Tier 3, going to be a two-man tier. We've got Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson. I think both of these guys can kind of improve on their 2022 seasons. We saw Lawrence from his rookie year to sophomore season jump from 12.7 points per game to 17.9. Heading into year three, I think naturally he's just going to continue to progress as a player, but now he's also getting a true wide receiver one in Calvin Ridley. So I think that jump will even be greater heading into year three. And then we've got Watson, who I do believe is just pretty tough to rank. Like if he repeats his play last season, he's going to end up being a massive bust and you're going to end up paying kind of a premium for the quarterback position when you could have just kind of waited and got one of the guys from a very, very stacked tier four. But if he bounces back to like 2020 Deshaun Watson or pre-2020, he'll be an absolute steal because from 2017 to 2020, Watson averaged 24.7, 21.3, 22, and 23 and a half points per game. He was a legit high-end QB1, you know, in his prime, I guess you could say, but I don't think we're necessarily like totally lost from Deshaun Watson's prime. I mean, you take his worst season uh, at 21.3 points per game, he probably pays off at that price where you're drafting him right now. So I think he has a solid supporting cast with the Browns. I think you just can't be that talented and just completely lose it. I think the Browns are going to be more pass heavy, and I do think he can have a nice bounce back this season, and I do think he can end up being a great value in your fantasy drafts. Now, shifting into tier four, and this is a tier that I really, really like, and it's kind of like a big tier of like back-end QB1s, high-end QB2s. If you choose to like punt the position, there's a lot of different options you know, you can go in this tier. So we're going to start it off with Tua, then we've got Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Anthony Richardson, Dak Prescott, Aaron Jones, and then wrapping this tier up with Kirk Cousins. Um, The main change in this tier from my last set of rankings was that I dropped Anthony Richardson below Tua, Daniel Jones, and Geno. I originally had him leading this tier, and I still think he might have the highest ceiling within this tier. Like I think he can put together a Justin Fields-type 2022 season or like a Jalen Hurts 2021 season, but I do just think some of the guys I put ahead of him do have much higher floors. And you know, if you're in a league where quarterbacks get snagged early on and a lot of teams go to draft a QB2 
Like if you don't have someone you can stream off of waivers that you feel confident in, then I probably wouldn't love having Richardson as my starting quarterback. So that is why I dropped him. Looking at Tua, if you remove week four, where he only played 39% of the snaps, he would have averaged 19.7 points per game on the season. He's heading into 2023 with the same you know, stud duo of weapons, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. I think really the main concern here for Tua is that you're just hoping like the concussion problems don't continue. He's never going to have like a crazy high ceiling just because he's not really involved as a rusher, but I still think he can deliver really nice fantasy production and can probably be like a mid-tier QB1 in like a boom season. Then we've got Daniel Jones, who averaged a pretty impressive 18.4 points per game last season. Despite having pretty rough weapons, the Giants went out, they added Darren Waller, they made some like minor wide receiver upgrades, you know, nothing crazy. Honestly, if you just go look at that Giants depth chart, their wide receiver room is crazy. They've got like, I want to say like eight, nine guys who have been like decent NFL wide receivers on that roster. So it'll be interesting to see like how that whole rotation kind of shakes out. But uh, for Daniel Jones, obviously hoping some of those guys take some steps forward. But he also saw some really nice rushing production, rushed for 708 yards and seven touchdowns. So I really like Daniel Jones as a later round option. Then we've got Geno, who just came out of nowhere last season, 18 and a half points per game. And pretty much unless last season was like a total fluke and Geno just completely regresses, I feel like he has a pretty solid shot to improve on his production last season. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are back. The Seahawks drafted JSN, who was my wide receiver one from this year's class. And then they also brought in Zach Charbonnet, who can catch passes out of the backfield. It seems like a lot of these quarterbacks are probably ranked lower than maybe they should be. I just think this quarterback position is really, really strong this year, especially these later round options. Like if you're able to wait and draft a Daniel Jones, a Geno, you know, I think it could make a lot of sense. And then we've got Dak Prescott after Anthony Richardson, who I already talked about. And this kind of feels low for Dak. You know, he is coming off his second worst fantasy season of his career, but I feel like a lot of that has to do with the fractured thumb that he, you know, messed up in week one. And then when he came back, he just wasn't the same guy. I think his weapons are probably better this season with Brandon Cooks coming in. You've got Gallup a year removed from his ACL tear, who, you know, potentially will look better this season. Like I said, it's just a really, really tough tier. It's a stacked tier. So, you know, maybe you could bump him ahead of Richardson, but I still like the ceiling there. I still think if Dak's like your QB1 and you waited at the position, I feel like you're totally fine, you know, heading into uh, the NFL season. And then we have Aaron Rodgers, and this might end up being low for Aaron Rodgers. I am pretty high just on the Jets team in general, um, and I definitely don't think like Aaron Rodgers is washed. Like I know some people think he's cooked after last year. I do kind of think his weapons are being a little bit overvalued, though. Like I feel like you know we're looking at this Jets offense. We're like, oh, it's all stacked, and like it's a good offense. But I think a big part of the Jets is also going to be their defense. You're looking at these weapons. Garrett Wilson's an absolute stud. I think he's going to have a massive breakout. But like behind Garrett Wilson, there's not a ton going on. Like if your wide receiver two is Alan Lazard, like I don't really think you're in a fantastic spot. Like I think the weapons are fine, but I just feel like people think he's stepping into like some sort of powerhouse offense. I just don't really see it. You know, the tight end position, you got Tyler Conklin, uh, CJ Ozoma, I believe, but just, you know, not a ton of stacked options behind Garrett Wilson, you know, and I guess uh, Brees Hall. 
And then when you factor in the fact that Rodgers is going to have pretty limited rushing production, he just has to be so great as a passer to keep up with the guys ahead of him. You know, even one of his MVP seasons within the last three years, I'm pretty sure he only ended up averaging like 21.7 points per game, which is totally solid. But when you have to put up NFL MVP numbers to just like get above 21 points per game, it's a little bit tough. So if you're in on Rodgers, I get it. I do have him in this tier. I just don't know if I can move him any higher than where I have him right now. And then to finish up this tier, we're going to have Kirk Cousins. And Kirk is never going to be the flashiest guy, you know, both as a real-life NFL quarterback and a fantasy option. But year after year, he's just been very consistent. He was the QB 11 in points per game in 2020, then the QB 12 in 2021, and then the QB 11 again in 2022. So three straight seasons of just back-end QB 1 production. You're probably drafting him later than that, you know, in all three of those seasons. So maybe I'm undervaluing him again. Once again, I just think this is a really, really stacked um, you know, tier here. So if you want to move Kirk up, it's fine. You know, everyone's just going to feel like a value towards the bottom of this tier. I feel like he's probably going to finish in that same area here in 2023. And then moving into tier five, we're going to go with Jared Goff and Russell Wilson. I could definitely see an argument for Jared Goff in tier four, average 17.1 points per game last season. It was his best year since 2018. I just think in general, his ceiling is pretty capped. Like Goff is pretty much going to be a zero on the ground and his weapons really haven't improved like that much. Like you're hoping J-Mo comes back, makes an impact off of the suspension, but you know, he's going to be the guy who leads tier five here. And then we've got Russell Wilson. And I feel like Russ is in like a more extreme spot of like Deshaun Watson last year where like they both just completely flopped. I think people had some high expectations for them. 2022 was by far Russell Wilson's worst fantasy season. He averaged 15.8 points per game. His previous low was 17.2. We'll see if Russ is able to bounce back uh, under Sean Payton. I would like to believe he's not just completely cooked. Who knows? Last year was rough. Uh, Maybe he bounces back. Maybe he doesn't. I just think there are other options who have been much more consistent, given you solid production over the last few seasons or even, you know, last year where I just wouldn't want to be taking the risk on Russell Wilson over them, especially if he's not going to be using his legs as much, kind of caps some of the upside he once had. So you're kind of relying on him to take this massive bounce back as a passer just to get in like the same range as some of those guys in tier four or tier three. So those are going to be my top 18 quarterbacks. Let me know what you guys think down below. If you enjoyed the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Also stay tuned for my top 18 tight ends, which is going to be coming out same time tomorrow. Thank you all again, and I'll see you in the next one.